Welcome once again to the kind of sort of maybe like a podcast. I am Paul Little. I do a lot of these, not all of them, but I do most of them. And I'm very excited because it is April and that means it's Winnipeg Comedy Festival time. I'm based in Winnipeg, so every year we get a chance to talk to some amazing comedians, stand-up comics that come into town for the festival, and this year is no different. In this episode, I get a chance to talk with Amanda Brooke Perrin. She is a very, very funny stand-up comic. She's originally from Calgary, but has lived in Toronto the last number of years and has most recently moved to L.A. to try her hand at the American market. So we talked about all sorts of stuff. It's her first time coming to the Winnipeg Comedy Festival, so that comes up. We talked about her start in comedy, and uh, we talked about Toronto and L.A. and the differences there, and basically we had a lot of fun. So please enjoy my chat with Amanda Brooke Perrin. I'm Amanda Brooke Perrin, and you're listening to showbizmonkeys.com. Around this town, I'm all right. You started uh, not in stand-up, but with improv and sketch. Yeah. So what originally got you interested in performing with uh, that side of comedy? Oh my gosh. So I, I did improv in um, junior high and high school, and then um, I, I actually started performing regularly at the Loose Moose in Calgary. Okay, yeah. And... Um, which is just the best place. If you live in Calgary or you're ever visiting, they always put on a good show. Yeah, so I, I really just went from there. And then um, when it came to second post-secondary education, um, I chose to just work in a comedy club, <laughs> <laughs> which um, frightened my parents quite immensely. Um, but here we are. So it, it worked out, I guess, hopefully. At what point did you start doing stand-up then? So I started right, pretty much right out of high school. I was oh, okay. 19 when I started doing stand-up. So yeah, it's my 10-year anniversary in October, That's which almost um, congratulations. is disgusting. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, thank you. It's, a, it's such a treasure. <laughs> uh, at what point did you make the move uh, from Calgary to Toronto? Um, so I moved there about five and a half years ago. I got a, a job at the Comedy Network it was sort of like an internship, a paid internship for a summer. And then I fell in love with Toronto and um, decided to move. And I've always wanted to give Los Angeles a go. And so I finally uh, jumped in um, last October. The Toronto stand-up scene, once you decided you were going to stay there uh, after doing that paid internship. Yeah. How did uh, have you noticed over the last few years that scene change uh has there been a lot of change or has it been pretty much steady consistent lots of uh lots of open mics lots of stuff happening the toronto scene for me has always been this like beautiful amazing scene of comics that are it's like a nice balance of pros and uh, and newcomers who are just hitting it out of the park like and i and i think the winnipeg festival in particular has really um, taken a lot of that newer talent on this specifically this year, which is so cool to see because there's so many fresh faces. And I feel like Canada can be sort of behind on giving newer people opportunities. But I think with Just for Laughs and festivals like Winnipeg, um, it, you're sort of seeing a turn now. Because like in the States, youth is currency almost. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, oh, you're under 30? Come on in. 
Um, but Canada is sort of like, oh, give it 50 years and then we'll invite you over. <laughs> so it's it's cool that that's changing. I say that now, but I'm going to be 50 one day and then um, they'll just shove me in front of a bus probably. <laughs> no, at that point, you'll be getting you'll be getting every TV spot in Canada ever. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'll be the new Colin Mockery. Yeah. Um, Colin Mockery is the best person ever. So just an FYI. So that wouldn't be a bad thing to be the new version of then? No, I would kill someone to be Colin Mockery. I would kill Colin Mockery. <laughs> I'm killing Colin Mockery. Uh, I'm glad we have this uh, recorded for legal purposes. <laughs> Colin Mockery, watch your back. Um, he's the nicest person ever, but I will kill him. <laughs> Uh, you've done some work with uh, JFL 42. Has that invigorated Toronto in the same way, like giving opportunities to some of the younger up-and-coming comics to work with these more established names? Oh, my God. Absolutely. Yeah, I um, I was so honored to be a part of the festival, and it's it's so cool because you, the, when you're a part of the 42, they also will stick you on other shows with other you know American comics that have a, a larger fan base which is amazing. So you sort of, um, and like people in Canada who are fans of American comics don't typically get to see their own homegrown talent perform. So it's, yeah, it's amazing. And especially shows like Andy Kindler's alternative show, which is very like a very specific type of comedy. It's, it's amazing to get the opportunity to perform in front of that audience as well with some of your favorite comics. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's it's cool how that show has grown from being just in the Montreal Just for Laughs to now going to the other Just for Laughs festivals. It's amazing. And Andy Kindler is like uh, one of the best comics alive. Like I, He's definitely a comics comic, but he's such a, a silly, wonderful human. Yeah, and, and just really, really sweet, which is always nice in comedy. The sweetest man. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's a uh, top knot. It's nice when um, people that you admire and respect so much um, give you an opportunity to perform alongside them. The one other thing I wanted to talk about uh, with regards to Toronto and uh, working there is it's long been talked about that it's tough to make a living as a Canadian comic. I'm sure that's part of the reason you've recently uh, made the jump to LA to try things out there. But uh, one way that you've done it and other comics have been able to do it is writing for TV because there are some opportunities uh, for comedy television in Canada. Yeah, so I sort of just fell into writing. Um, someone, someone, a.k.a. Mark McKinney from Kids in the Hall, <laughs> saw me at the Calgary Comedy Festival, um, and he passed along my name, and then um, I hadn't really thought of the writing aspect of things. I had played around with a, writing a script and stuff, but that's how I got into my first room. And it does help financially on the writing side of things. Um, I just, uh, and also the life of a touring road comic isn't necessarily the life that every comic wants to lead. Right. Uh, it can be like pretty lonely and you're gone for great lengths of time. Um, so writing for me was just sort of a way to express myself creatively while being able to stay in one place for a longer amount of time. So, um, but yeah, Canada is, has so many amazing shows right now. And so it's kind of an exciting time to um, be a writer in Canada. So naturally you moved to LA. So naturally I left it and I uh, will set Canada on fire now. Um, <laughs> no, I, I actually am just, tra I'm traveling back and forth a lot between Canada and uh, the States now with different writing opportunities and stuff. I mean, I, I've always said that I'll just, I'll go where the work is. 
And the U.S. was just sort of, uh, I don't know, I think I would have regretted if I didn't at least try to go down there. Yeah. So I've heard from uh, friends who have uh, making the, take, taken the jump, uh, making isn't a word, yeah. <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> to Los Angeles uh, for stand-up. And one thing that I've heard is that uh, unlike a place like New York or even in Toronto, sometimes it can be hard to find, especially because it's so spread out, hard to find open mics and places to perform. Uh, how's your experience oh been God, with, with that sort of thing? <laughs> it's so hard. Is it's really yeah? It that's very true because no one knows who we are as Canadian comics, which is a shame. I mean, I I do feel like we sort of have a leg up because Canadians are we do have a a good repertoire of hilarious people. Mm-hmm. Um, so that sort of works in our favor. But it's still like starting anywhere. No one if people don't know who you are, they're not just going to throw you up on their shows all willy nilly. So it's basically starting over, but it is, it has been very humbling and challenging. And um, yeah, so it's been, it's been up and down, but I'm, I'm so far enjoying the experience of it. Yeah. I saw on your, your schedule on your website that you, you recently did a couple really cool shows. Oh my God. Yeah. Put Your Hands Together was one of the best and most fun shows that I've done in quite some time. And, it's cool that it translates onto a podcast as well. So I've I've been very lucky to get on some good shows, and I think it's all about getting seen at those shows, and then people book you on other shows. Right now, you're in Vancouver doing shows, uh, so obviously you're you know coming back and forth between Canada and the U.S. I just went to um, Victoria to Heckler's Bar and Grill for the first time. Um, I'd heard so many good things, and it didn't disappoint. It was so fun. And uh, yeah, I have a, I've, I'm doing a few shows here and I have my own show on Wednesday and uh, which I love because I just get to book all my crazy, hilarious, talented friends and uh, hope people show up. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. And then of course you're, you're coming to Winnipeg next week, which is uh, part of the yes. for this call. So uh, from what I can gather, I don't think you've been to the Winnipeg Comedy Festival before. No. Okay. Every year, there's a submission period, and I never remember when it is. (laughs) And this is the first year that I was like, this is it. This is the year I remember, and sure enough, I remember. And uh, thankfully, the bookers had seen me at JFL 42, which was uh, lovely and nice and um, had a good time. And I've only heard good things about this festival. I've also heard that I may need a new liver by the end of it, (laughs) which I'm fully prepared for. (laughs) <laughs> Winnipeggers like to treat uh, treat visitors well. Well, everyone listening, I'm just a, a tequila shot away from having a nice time. <laughs> this is bad. I hope my mom doesn't hear this from the other room. Uh, <laughs> um, the the shows you're doing in at the Winnipeg Comedy Fest also you're doing quite a lot and uh, some a really good mix of shows. Obviously, the galas are the big feature at the festival. The themed galas, and yours is the I Heart yeah. Love Gala. Uh, which promises to be a really fun one with people talking about relationships and things like that. Oh, I'm so excited about it. And it's such a good lineup of people. And randomly, Will Sasso is hosting it, which <laughs> I think is hilarious and wonderful. Um, yeah, so I have been trying out the set here, and my mom saw it last night, and she enjoyed it. So I'm feeling I'm feeling positive vibes around it. Hopefully the people that come to see it like it, because otherwise I'm going to ask for it not to be on television. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if once it's taped, I think uh, I think it's out of your. I think your that's hands. it. Yeah, <laughs> I think 
I hope I trip and then it becomes a YouTube sensation. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. That's, that's my brand is just awkward, <laughs> awkward lady falls in big moment. Yes. And it'll just, <laughs> I'm going to put that as on my dating profile. <laughs> Uh, you're also doing uh, debaters, which I know you've had lots of experience uh, with. And this time you're debating Jen Grant on uh, the idea of redheads being cursed. So that should be fun. Yes. I'm so excited. But Jen sent me a message not too long ago being like, hey, are you writing from the perspective as a redhead? Because I've never seen you as a redhead before. And it's so insane how offended I was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally read it and went, what? Of course I'm a redhead. Do people not think I'm a redhead? Oh, God, I have to rethink my entire life. <laughs> I've lived with red hair my whole life. I feel like I, I know the struggle, but I also know the perks of it. Yeah, and I guess it's not for, like, Jen is a striking redhead. But I had orange hair as a kid. It's not like I'm I'm all willy-nilly, um, you know, just dyeing <laughs> my hair. I'm a natural, legit redhead. Yeah. I mean, luckily, Debaters is on radio, so no one will need to judge uh, while listening to the final product. I know. I was like, I want to get a projector just for the audience, just to <laughs> compare our red hair, our, our gingerness. The other cool show you're doing is uh, Alicia Tobin's Come Draw With Me. I'm so excited. I, like, I'm in Vancouver right now, and it's, uh, it's such a treat being here because a lot of East Coast comics aren't aware of the talent, just strictly based on like if people can afford to go on tour out east or out west um so it's i love festivals that sort of lets everyone meet in the middle it's it's such it's like comedy camp is there anyone uh coming to the festival that you're particularly looking forward to seeing perform oh my god uh there's so many i love um ashley moffat's gonna be there very funny uh lit last from hamilton um oh god who else is i mean alicia tobin um so excited to see her and i think ivan decker is gonna be there i just saw jacob samuel another vancouver comic last night do his set and it's very funny um there's so many funny people coming oh nathan mcintosh oh my god nathan mcintosh lives in new york now and he and he just did conan and he's he's having a hot year so i'm very excited to, to watch nathan yeah, it's a, I, I thought of it as a pretty big coup for Winnipeg. Yeah, man. Oh, man, he's so funny. He's, he's, uh, and he's another ginger. So deal with that. <laughs> After the Winnipeg Comedy Festival, uh, what else do you have coming up? Oh, God, that's a great question. I might have a writing gig, so I'm, it might take me back to Toronto, but nothing is solid yet, um, which is very fun, just not knowing. <laughs> Just not knowing. But um, the, everyone can check out my website, amandabrookparent.com, which I actually update like a real adult professional. Yeah, which is very rare for stand-up comics to do. It never happens. If you go to a comics website, it's usually like, ah, date's coming up in 2007. <laughs> and then, of course, you're, you're fairly active on social media as well. Oh, yeah. I love Twitter. I'm a big fan of Twitter.com. So follow me, at Brooke Perrin. Add me on Facebook. I'm not afraid of you. <laughs> Showbizmonkeys.com Three years ago, I was terrible back then. Get ready for the fire <laughs> this year. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, then, yeah, I'm super impressed. 
so much fire. Someone call the fire department. Okay, I'm hamming it up. I gotta, I gotta <laughs> stop.